Hello, lovely teacher friends. Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach with Think Chat, and this is confession number 87, where we're going to use the design thinking process uh, with our learners. Now, learning transfer is our greatest gift. It helps us to better understand ideas that we're toying with during our learning. What better way to transfer all these ideas um, in our design thinking challenge? But do we teach them to our learners? Agency comes alive in this process. So why not share it with our learners? Now, we're gonna circle back to some ideas um, that we looked at by exploring Pop-Up Studio, responsive teaching for today's learners, that will resonate and guide our thinking. Think about how you'll, you will model them for your learners and make them a vital part of your planning process. Remember, the purpose is to add depth and complexity to your learners' thinking and understanding. Isn't that what we want for all of our learners, right? So let's think about the four A's. Let's review the big ideas of the four A's and their roles within our teaching. Remember, there are many ways to connect ideas, many ways. And we're trying to stretch our learners to find out-of-the-box ways to connect and ideate. Most ideas have a global significance, right? So whatever I'm interested in exploring or the ideas that I'm exploring, other people are impacted by those ideas. And our ultimate goal in learning is to have aha moments, to know when they happen, how they happen, what's the impact. All of that needs to be taught to our learners because it doesn't just happen on their own. And oftentimes they don't see an uh, aha moment because they don't know they're happening. And finally, we look again at same ideas that we have with new eyes. We're trying to find things that are new and fresh and how we can deepen our process. So that is the four A's in a nutshell. Now let's go over to the CME model. In the CME model, remember, we consider who is involved in the experience and the context. We think about the relationship between concept, materials, and the experiences used. And we make connections by creating generalizations of our learning experience. This is so powerful because it scaffolds and creates meaning as we go through um, learning about content within context. And then lastly, power. Here we're looking over the, over the overarching ideas of the, of the power coaching cycle and how it shapes our thinking and questioning. Remember, what is the idea that sparks our learners? Who might be interested in this idea? And what's the big idea that we want to explore and how have we changed during this discovery and exploration process? Now, it's time to pivot towards the design thinking process. To make this come alive, I pose an, an abundance of questions to stretch your thinking during your planning sessions. Remember, sometimes more is more, sometimes less is more. In this instance, I'm gonna give you more because we wanna go beyond where we have been in the past. 
Do you have to do all areas at the same time? No. Think about where are you developing and focus on one area possibly of the design thinking process. Because now that you know better, we have to act better. And at the same time, keep in mind that we're on a journey. It's not a rush job. We're trying to stretch ourselves, but not kill ourselves at the same time. So we also have to think of our teammates. Everyone's on a different point in their journey, and it's not our job to rush them, to make it uncomfortable so that they feel insecure in what they're doing. So now let's look at the possible guiding questions for each stage of the design thinking process. Let's start with empathy. Here are some possible questions I might ask to develop the notion of empathy within my learners. What is empathy? What is the difference between sympathy and empathy? Because there's a huge difference. I remember there's a podcast episode on that. What does empathy look and feel like? Why should I care about empathy? How does empathy impact how we interact within the world? Hmm. How can showing empathy build healthy relationships within our community? How might we use the learner profile attributes to build school culture? How does international mindedness build relationships? Now we're cycling back to prior understanding. Isn't that marvelous? Just like Misty. All right, define. How do definitions shape our world? How have definitions changed over time? Ooh, I like this question. What ideas define who we are? Mm, that's pretty dang deep. How do we define problems and issues that impact our organization? Who decides which ideas take priority? How do we know we have defined the root issue? How can we use the four agreements to define our problem or issue? And how we, can we break down the four agreements into bite-sized pieces for our learners? Now, ideate. Why is change necessary for a healthy organization? How does change develop a stronger culture? What are some ideas you've already tried to solve the problem or issue? Why did they not work in your context and or your community? What strategies do you use to come up with out-of-the-box solutions? How can you use the four A's to come up with alternative ideas? How can learners drive the ideate process? That's heavy and deep, right? I told you, you know me, I'm going to make you think, even though it's short and sweet. So now let's go into prototype. Remember, that's where we're making a model or modeling the process. What is prototype? What are the different ways we can create a prototype? How does our choice impact the outcome? 
How can creating a prototype lead to greater success? Why do we model processes? How can we increase modeling in our practice? How do we de uh, develop a deeper unit of inquiry planner? How can we use the CME model to make concepts more tangible for our learners? And what is the relationship between concept, materials, and experiences? And lastly, evolve, which we most recently talked about. What does it mean to evolve? Why are we striving to continuously evolve our practice? How have our units of inquiry changed over time? What areas do you want to improve in your teaching practice? How can you make your units more dynamic and learner driven? Where are opportunities for our, uh, sorry, let me repeat that. Where are opportunities for our learners to evolve? How can we create regular opportunities for learners to reflect? What sparks the need to change? And what tools can we use to help learners evolve? Wow, those are a lot of questions. I don't know about you, but you're probably like, what the heck? So you might have to see this. So I might have to blog this because this is a lot. I know. Or you might have to just like listen to a section, scribble down the questions, and then stop it, play it, stop it, play it. You know, you do you. But at the end of the day, it's all about evolving our practice, right? That's it. And... I'm gonna test that this design thinking process works. This is the heaviest and deepest I've ever gone. And I am so blessed from it because I'm seeing things differently in how I process and think and do. And that's magic because we're, whether we teach adults or young students or peers, right? They're, I guess, adults. It doesn't matter what level that we engage with. It has to be experiential and it has to be relevant and personal. If not, not then what the heck are we doing, right? Um, we're not here to just teach or share endless content. And that applies to staff meetings and planning meetings with our teams. We're not there to just hear endless amounts of information coming from our outside systems. Instead, we're trying to make meaning of it. So how can we change our own development? If I'm leadership, how can I use the design thinking process to help shape how, or Misty's work, how we can deliver the content so it's more meaningful? Be sure to contact and stay connected on social media, my friends. Remember, hashtag ThinkChat2020. I would love to hear from you. Because I grow when you grow. We all grow together. Love you to bits. Keep up the great work. And don't undermine, especially in this time, how valuable you are, how needed you are in worth working with kids. We're all in this together. And we love you to bits. Have a wonderful day.